Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, guys? Welcome to Millennial Sports Talk. This is Ben Verlander along with Michelle Margot. Hello. How was your Thanksgiving, Michelle? Um, I don't want to say subpar because I think that's unfair to my family and the company that I spent it with, but I was sick, so I did not get to eat as much as I wanted to, and I'm pretty upset about it because you get to eat as much as you want one time a year, although I do that every day. But I don't know. I, it was not ideal health wise what about you yeah that's that's tough because i ate everything i could possibly eat mine was great i had uh, my whole family in town uh my brother sister-in-law and niece came into town and we all did thanksgiving over at their house and uh we had a lot of fun it was great good well we are in our last month of the year and our last month of the decade yes we are and our topic of the day is, Michelle, do you think a Hall of Fame career is more important than winning a championship in today's sports landscape? Well, Ben, since we're saying each other's names, um, (laughs) (laughs) I think that the millennial generation would say, yes, a Hall of Fame career is more important than winning a championship. I don't think most would admit that, but I think that their viewership determines that uh, just based on if you look at everything. And I think that the change probably occurred with the millennial generation as well. Yeah, I I definitely think it has changed over the past, I don't know, 10 10 to 15 years. I I can remember back when I was in uh, like elementary school and middle school is really when it kind of started, especially in the basketball world. Like, well, how many championships does he have? I I honestly think it kind of started with the whole MJ versus Kobe thing. Yes. Yes, that's a good point, actually. Seriously, I think it did. Because that, like, growing up, it was, who's better, MJ or Kobe? MJ or Kobe? And when, Kobe. And whenever you used to, like, shoot stuff into the trash can in class, you always, picked, you always picked one. Kobe, MJ. And okay, I've never heard anyone it. yell MJ. Well, that's because you weren't MJ like I was. Okay, all right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, I think – well, how would you say that it's changed? I mean, obviously, it has changed, in my opinion, but how and why? I just think as sports fans get more and more into things and more and more knowledgeable, I think at the end of the day, you think, and, and this is, as a sports fan, I want my team to win championships. That's the ultimate goal in my eyes as a fan. I want my my team to win a championship so when you look back at players I think it's kind of like well did they win a championship for their team how many did they win you know I I think that's kind of why it's changing so you don't see that I think that's the problem in itself right there like you said I don't even think you realize it is that when people look at athletes how many championships did they win versus look at that team 
guess who was on it? Like there's a difference between the individual versus the team. And I think that people are innately selfish. And I think that as time has gone on, it's gotten worse. Like if you're an athlete, okay, like there's two perspectives here. There's the athlete and there's the fan. If you are an athlete, which accolade means more to you having a hall of fame career or winning a championship. And I think that it depends on the sport and how you're brought up. Yeah. So even just thinking about that question is, is tough. Honestly, I look back at my playing career and, and never made it to the highest level, but you know, playing professionally, you look at it and it's kind of like, there's no better feeling than winning a championship with your, your brothers. And, and I say that or sisters, correct. From, or sisters females. In, from a female perspective. Correct. So any, and you know, spending, 150 plus games with with some with your friends every single day winning a championship with them is is something that I I think people and I myself would remember forever so I think that has a lot to do with it I I think winning a championship with guys that you care or girls so much about just you'll remember forever so I understand that but when you I think in NHL or minor league baseball or the G league or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It doesn't really lend itself to a winning culture. It lends itself to being individually selfish because you always want to move up. Like you want to move up. You want to perform the best you can so that you can move up. You're almost in competition with your own teammates in the minor leagues or whatever. 100%. I I agree. I I can't, I, I can't say for, for other sports, but I imagine it's the same thing as you're working your way up. And I met some of my best friends playing minor league baseball. And, and those guys, it was a little different. There were a handful of guys that even if we played the same position, I want them to kick butt and make it to the big leagues. I can think of a few guys off the top of my head right now. All the other guys, it's kind of like, okay, we're teammates, but you're going to take my spot at the next level if you, get a, if you are having a good year. Yeah. I don't, you know what? And, and like you said, it's tension, it, it really does. And that's what, it becomes a business, you know, in college baseball, um, you know, I wanted everybody to do well, but when you get to the pros, it becomes a business. Like you said. Yeah. I will. Something that I've, I've thought about too, is, I mean, there's so much talk about free agents and, and chasing money rather than chasing a championship or chasing a city rather than chasing a championship. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and what, like, why do you think that is? But, I think it's pretty obvious from the athlete perspective that it's, it's a job. It's not a game at a certain point. And that's yeah. why, it, that's why I think it's changed so much is there's been so much money given or not given, I guess, or, you know, whatever paid to these athletes in our generation that people don't care about winning as much as they do. And when I say people, I mean athletes as much as they do about like creating a life for themselves. Yeah. You know, you, you, you saying that like you did makes me think about like, Kevin Durant got so much crap for going to Golden State and joining that team. And you know what? I look back at it and I think Kevin Durant's going to be a Hall of Fame basketball player. He's one of the best. And he went out there. He took a pay cut to go win a championship. Big KD fan, by the way. Yeah, me too. I really enjoy watching him. And he went out there. He knew he could win a championship with that team. He went out there and he did it. And and he's getting like, what's wrong with that? So, okay, but... Then, okay, so I said there's two perspectives, right? There's the athlete, there's the spectator. As a spectator, is it more fun to watch a superstar have a career night 
or to watch an evenly distributed performance and ultimately get the win. Oh, and also it depends what the average fan prefers to watch because I think it's changed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So here's my thoughts on that. I think let's use basketball for, for example. Okay. I think if I'm a fan of a team and, and we're not necessarily going to win a championship. Okay. Let's take two teams that aren't going to win a championship ultimately. Okay. Two good teams. I really I don't would, appreciate you. I know you're thinking about the Sacramento Kings right I, now. I know. And I don't yes. appreciate it. Your Sacramento Kings team that you grew up watching never won a championship, right? Correct. Thank you. Correct. But so here's my example that I, I think of. The, 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 the Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder, okay? They never won a championship. However, going to the stadium every single night and being able to watch a guy like Russell Westbrook play would be something you remember for the rest of your life, I think, being able to watch him play day in and day out. So to answer your question, I think it'd be cooler to be able to go to the stadium and watch somebody that's ultimately going to be in the Hall of Fame. And not at all. All right. No. Well, why? I why not? Be- why not? Because when I was growing up in the early 2000s, that made me sound like I'm 19 years old. That's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up in the early 2000s, the Kings were at their prime. And I could not tell you the best player on that team, but I could tell you every player on that team because they were all really good. Chris Webber, Mike Bibby, Peja Stojakovic, Vladi Divac, Doug Christie, they were all really good. Rick Adelman was a coach. But you can't tell me out of those which one was by far the best one. He was a superstar, blah, 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 blah. And yes, Robert Ory kind of robbed the Kings of a championship one of those years. I don't want to talk about it. But could they have gone on and won a title? I think so. So you're telling me you'd rather go to a basketball game and watch Mike Bibby play than Russell Westbrook? Listen, I think the average fan, my point is, would rather watch a superstar. And that's how I think this has changed. I think the millennial generation would rather watch one guy handle the ball the entire game. If we're talking NBA, at least. And that, that, I think that's a great point, is in what sport is this most prevalent and why? And I think it's by far the NBA. It has to, it's 100%. It's a superstar-driven league. And you know, and that actually brings up a really good point because you look at you look at baseball. Mike Trout could easily go down as the best baseball player of all time when it's all said and done. And just as easily he could go his entire career yeah. and not win one single championship. Maybe not even come close because he hasn't yet. So I, I think when you look at baseball compared to basketball, it is it is easy. I don't want to say it's easier, but it's easier for a superstar to single-handedly carry his team to a championship over yeah. it would be in a sport like baseball. Would you agree with that? Yes, I absolutely do. It, what, what sport would you say it's the least prevalent? Because I feel strongly about this, but I want to hear what you have to say. I, I think I have to go with baseball. You think MLB has the least – it's more important to win a, a World Series in baseball than in any other sport. Oh, no, 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 no. That's going to be the NBA. I think it's more important to win a championship in the NBA for a player than it is uh, – To be a superstar? Yeah. Okay, is this like directed at Jeremy Lin right now? No. Because, okay, 
I think so. The sport that's most prevalent to me to have a Hall of Fame career versus a championship is the NBA. I think there are so many players without rings that are in the Hall of Fame. But I think the sport that is least prevalent, and I feel strongly about this, is the NHL. I think really? that, yes, because I think there's – each player has, a, I would say, evenly distributed amount of minutes relatively on the ice. It's less reliable on one individual. And you don't say – so, okay, you know, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots are playing in blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right? Or Russell Westbrook and – That's a good point. You don't Oklahoma's. say that with hockey. It's, no, you don't say Ovechkin yeah. and the Washington Capitals. So, I personally think – like, if you can name three outstanding NHL players who have never won a Stanley Cup, you can definitely name three incredibly good NBA or incredibly good MLB players yeah. who have not won a title. Yeah. And that, I mean, what, what do you think are the best athletes without rings in history? I mean, in, in, any in sport? our history. In yeah. any sport? Any sport. Uh, well, the first one that comes to my mind is going to be King Griffey Jr. Yep. That's I one. think um, – one, every kid that uh, grew up hitting left-handed tried to emulate King Griffey Jr. sling. I think he's for sure on that list. Uh, another one, I'm going Barry Sanders. Football. Oh. What do you okay. mean, oh? What do you mean, oh? No, you no, disagree? no, no. I just, I, that's just not, like, yeah, that's a good one. I just didn't think about it. Um, All right, what do you got? I, so I've, like, really thought about this. <laughs> I mean, really, like, <laughs> But it's not they're, – they're pretty obvious. In my opinion, Tony Gwynn is one of the best hitters of all time, never won a World Series, okay? Yep, that's good James, James Harden, as of now, is absolutely incredible, breaking all sorts of records and has not won a title. Mike Trout, you mentioned earlier, that was mm-hmm. one of mine. And Dan Marino. You're throwing James Harden on that list of people we just named? I'm, King Griffey I'm Jr., talking- Tony Gwynn, Dan I, Marino. I You're going to throw him James firsthand Harden in that? Yeah, he's really, really, really good. 82 games last year oh, in person, God. covered multiple. I Obviously, the style of basketball has changed, and the way the Rockets do things are a little different than old days. But I, listen, Charles Barkley's on that list. There's, there's other NBA players Actually, that are on that the, list. Talking about this makes me think of a good point. So just when you, when you ask some of the best players of all time that don't have a ring, my head immediately goes to, like you said, Tony Gwynn, uh, Mike Trout, um, Ted Williams. And I'm talking just baseball, and that's my point here, is that you look back, there are so many, and some of these baseball, these baseball players are considered the best of all, some of the best of all time, and they don't have a ring, which goes back to my point that I, I think it's harder as a superstar to quote bring your team a championship in of baseball of course. i think i think it is much harder and that's why you see so many incredible best of all time baseball players on that list but you asked me you didn't ask me which sport is most difficult you asked me which sport is most important okay you make a good point. i think there are a lot of major league baseball players that care more about getting paid and being in the city they want to be in than winning a world series of course everyone wants to win a world series that would be the coolest thing in the entire world and there are people who really want to win and they will go to any city to do 100%. it 100 and, and you know but I, think cool it, about that? I think it's more nowadays than it was before i i agree with that and i also think it's cool to be able to tell what players are doing as well yeah. like 
okay, that player is going, and I don't want to, you know, throw a certain team under the bus or whatever, but the Miami Marlins, the Marlins aren't a great baseball team right now. Everybody knows that, right? There's some free agents, you know, you can tell what people are chasing. For example, let's look at Tom Brady. Yeah, he keeps signing deals for less and less and less money every time he signs a new deal to bring his team another championship. So it's pretty cool to be able to see what players and and I'm not saying one's right or the other. Okay, guys have to work hard for their families and earn money for their families and send money home to wherever they're from. I get I get wanting to get your money. I get both sides of it. I get wanting to win a championship. I just think it's cool to be able to see what they're chasing well tom brady like there's a specific threshold i'm sure where like this much more money is probably not going to affect his life yeah he's got and, enough. and he's um, got his significant other bringing in a significant amount of money as well so i really yeah. didn't want to bring this up but now that you say it um my fantasy football team name the one time that i played and won no big deal one time champ over here was tom and giselle's third wheel <laughs> That was the name of my fantasy team. Okay, moving on. I don't even yeah. want to hear a comment. No, no, no. no. Let's go back <laughs> to that. <laughs> um, okay, so do you think that not having a ring takes away from the credibility of having such a good career? Um, because to me, there's a difference. Well, let me – okay, go ahead. I think, it's, I think it's very, very much so sport dependent. I think in the NBA, yes, it takes away from your career. I think in – uh and the mlb no i don't think it does i i personally believe and i keep using mike trout because i think he's the perfect example here but does it take away in your opinion does it take away from mike trout's career if he doesn't win a championship i think that if you so here this was like the whole al mvp debate i think that if that that award goes to the most valuable player on the team if you take mike trout and put him in the middle of the astros lineup or the middle of the yankees lineup he is not as big of a superstar as he is with the Angels Disagree. in the career that he's had. I, obviously, he's incredible. Listen, he's like a five-fold player, whatever. Like, he's really good. I would never take that away from Mike Trout. I would be stupid to argue against it. But I do think, like, when you're a big fish in a small pond, it does – like, okay, for example, okay, there's a difference between being good and being able to win. That's and, and take Mike Trout out of this because I'm going to get all sorts of Angels haters right now because I don't think there's anything wrong with Mike Trout. I think he's incredible. What a Trout but, hater. No, I'm not a Trout hater. Do not start this. <laughs> I think – I just think there's a difference between being really, really good and being able to win, being able to work well with others, being able to be a leader or whatever. See, that's – I totally disagree when it comes to baseball. What is he supposed to do? No, okay, he, take Mike Trout. This has nothing to do with Mike Trout. Like, okay. this is becoming a Mike Trout debate, and this has nothing to do with Mike Trout for me. All right. For the, okay, for the most part, mm-hmm. for the most part, I agree with you. The guys, ha, guy, there's just people that have the it factor that, you know, can bring – Derek bring Jeter, a, okay? Yeah. Derek Jeter. Take Mike Trout out of this. Derek Jeter. Is he a unanimous Hall of Famer? on the ballot this year if he was not on the new york yankees we don't know he is incredible listen i had a Derek jeter poster okay in college like i loved Derek jeter i had his jersey a while back like i not hating on Derek jeter but if to you're be fair and objective i think that it being in new york really helps that oh 100 i think if Derek jeter was a lifelong shortstop 
for the Kansas City Royals, do I think he's a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer? No. So I guess that's me agreeing with you, right? I don't know. At this point, I'm still hung up on the fact that you think I don't like Mike Trout, and I, that's not accurate. <laughs> well, I get, I get your point, and I, I do think if he was on a different – I think the Yankees helped bolster his career because he was the poster child for baseball being in that market as their shortstop. I, th- I think that comes, comes with the territory. Like, who, who is voting for someone other than Derek Jeter on that ballot is, I guess, my question. Like, if you were a Yankees fan, you loved him. If you were not a Yankees fan, you hated him because he was so good and so clutch in moments that screwed up your team. Well, I think you have a problem if you don't vote for him on that ballot, but I've seen some ballots get screwed up before, (laughs) Cy Young ballots, where people didn't vote for who who they were supposed to vote for. So you never really know. You want to go into that? Nope, not today. Okay. Don't have enough time to talk about it. All right, for the record, before we, before we go into our GOAT moment of the day, which, by the way, love our GOAT moment of the day, really happy for it, um, I don't hate Mike Trout at all. I have zero hard feelings. <laughs> you are really caught up on this. Well, because I, I, I'm not saying the Angels are bad. I'm saying that – Oh, they are, though. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I, it's just you take – any player that's that incredibly unhuman, like he's so good. Yeah. And you put him on any team, it depends on the team and it depends on his, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I not going to argue this. No. And I the one I think, I wonder if, so think, I think of LeBron a lot. Not a lot. I don't like think of LeBron <laughs> a lot. Just some, <laughs> He's like saying LeBron in his sleep. I, I dream about LeBron. Um, no, so I think of LeBron when it comes to this topic because you can send him to, let's say, Miami, and he brings players around him, and he yeah. wins multiple championships. And then he goes back to Cleveland where his team was not good when he got there. And you know what he went and did? He won a championship. And I think that is my reasoning behind why it's a little easier for a superstar to win a championship because maybe it's because the teams are smaller. That's great, but you're not asking which one's easier or more difficult. And that's my point that it's not about if Mike Trout is able to do it. My point is Mike Trout probably wants to win a world series pretty freaking badly, Mm -hmm. but I mean, if he has the opportunity, what does he do? Yeah. Or anybody. Poor Mike. Poor Mike. Also, isn't it weird to think of someone's name? Like, like you call LeBron James LeBron, right? Yeah. Kobe Bryant, Kobe. But you don't call Derek Jeter Derek. Like, that's a completely different name. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a good point. You don't call Derek Jeter. Like, think about his mom. Like, Derek, did you put the dishes away? Totally different dude. Yeah, but I think I think the more unique the name, like how many Kobe's do you know? How many LeBrons do you know? How many Mikes do you know? How many Derek's do you know? Just you know? set your kid up for success now and give them a name like Adele <laughs> or something where their name could just be one name. If you take anything away from this week's podcast, yeah. it's that give your son or daughter a unique name and set them up to only be called by that one name. By the way, when Ben and I, before Ben and I started this podcast, we were discussing our names, and he told me that his middle name was Franklin. 
and had me going. And I'm not a global person. He had me going for a solid, I don't know, what'd you say, 30 minutes? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's because the background <laughs> is well, actually so legit. legit. It, no, it is legit. Let me, I'll tell this story briefly. So my brother, who is nine years older than me and my only other sibling, did not want to have another sibling. Didn't want me, didn't want me at all. My parents didn't know what to do. So they decided when they knew that they were having a boy to let my brother name me. So one day, Justin comes home from school and says, I want to name him Benjamin Franklin because he was learning about Benjamin Franklin in school. And you know what my parents did? They said, okay. Thankfully, they changed the middle name. My middle name is Corey, not Franklin. However, ultimately, I am named after Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Thank sorry you. there's not more people to clap for that story. You know what that slow clap is a good segue into? Our goat moment of the week. The goat moment of the week. And you know what? I am excited about this one as well. So the goat of this week is a guy named Josh Butler. He was a senior for the Michigan State Spartans uh, on their football team. So for you guys that do not know, uh, both of Josh's parents passed away during his college career. His dad, when he was a freshman, I believe, maybe a sophomore, this is a sophomore in 2017, his dad passed away from a heart attack. And uh, a few months ago, his mom actually passed away from cancer. And um, she, uh, I read in the article that she like actually passed away while she was in his arms. And he, you know, it was a really, really sad story. However, that not meant, this isn't meant to be sad. So fast forward to senior day, which was this past weekend. He didn't have his parents there for him. So who came out on the field with him other than his two dogs? Um, so everybody had his, their parents come out, mom and dad. And um, so he comes out of the tunnel and he is carrying his two dogs. They're both on a leash and he has the biggest smile on his face. And uh, they're both sitting there and they call Josh's name. And he runs out onto the field and the dogs run out in front of him and they're jumping up and down. And it's just the coolest moment in the entire world. And uh, they interviewed him after. And he just said how uh, he talked about how his parents got him to where he are today. Um, and they asked if he was sad that they weren't there with him. And of course, he said yes. But he said, I can't think of who else to have out here other than my current two best friends, which are my dogs. And uh, I just thought that was really, really cool just to see how happy he was in that moment. Dude, you and the tearjerkers. You I mean, set the just... bar so high. <laughs> they're good stories, man. I just Always back... count on you for a good dog story too, you weirdo. Well, if any way I can incorporate a dog into the podcast, I will always do it. I'm here for that. But also every time I think of you and a dog, it goes back to our... It's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our preview episode, if you guys it's still just, listen. Dogs are a man's best friend. And to see the, the three of them run out the la onto that field actually. was really, really cool. When I, <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this, when I was little, I don't know, apparently I was really morbid. And I wrote in my diary that I wanted to be buried next to my dog. See, you do love dogs. I do love dogs. Wow. But no one ever said that I don't love dogs. I you do did when absolutely you made fun love of me dogs. For kissing dogs. Okay. There's a difference between loving dogs 
and literally exchanging saliva with dogs. I just, that means We're a not lot getting to me. this. That All means right. a lot to me that you want to be buried next to your dogs because so do I. Okay. All right. I'll make sure that, I'll make sure that happens. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening. And that is it for this week on Millennial Sports Talk. Make sure you download or subscribe on your usual podcast distributor. And we love to hear feedback. So feel free to tweet or message us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.